Money FM 89.3. Best of the evening runway. Market View on Money FM 89.3. That's right, you're listening to Money FM 89.3 and it's now time for Market View where we take a look at how the Singapore stock market is likely to close for the day, the biggest movers, sectors and companies to watch. But as always, a quick recap of how we started. Well, Singapore shares opened slightly weaker today as banks and index counters started the morning mixed. In early trade, the Straits Times Index headed down 0.1% to 3,109 points after some 62 million security changed hands in the broader market. Now, numbers on the SGX are still firming up, but here's what I have on my screen. The Straits Times Index down 0.55%. We are looking at 3,094 points. In terms of value turnover, that's $1.19 billion. Now, gainers outnumbered losers 312 versus 272. Now, top five movers by value, we have here DBS, Singtel, OCBC, Yangtzejiang Shipbuilding, Dollars and UOB. And heavily traded securities included Citrim, Singtel, and Yangtzejiang Shipbuilding, Sing Dollars. Now, in terms of companies to watch, we do have Vertex Spec. Now, the special purpose acquisition company announced today that it'll issue 600,000 new shares to private investment and public equity or pipe investors to raise some 3 million Sing Dollars in gross proceeds. Now, elsewhere from OpenAI investors considering suing its bot to investors in thematic funds losing over two-thirds of their total returns due to poorly timed buying and selling behaviour. More international developments remain in focus and joining me in the studio is James Chiu, CIO Southeast Asia and India at HSBC Global Private Banking and Wealth. James, welcome. Happy to be here. Great to have you as always. And James, let's start with the Singapore stock market as usual. How did the STI fare today? Any surprises when it comes to the biggest movers? Uh, well, I think today it's largely flat. And if you think about it, um, it's sort of, um, especially since November, um, STI's movement has sort of uh, lagged behind that of the US. Mm. I think primarily due to the composition of uh, the stocks within STI because largely in, in the US, the, the main driver is actually interest rate expectation mm. and clearly long duration sectors such as technology has been driving the rally. And of course, uh, in Singapore's case, the composition is a bit different. Yep. And zooming in on some of the companies to watch for today, James, we do have Vertex Spec because it announced it will issue 600,000 new shares to pipe investors to raise $3 million Sing dollars in gross proceeds. has to do with that combination with a live streaming operator called 17 Life. But broadly speaking, when we look at Specs, right, uh, James, how has investors' appetite been for this year? How would this change as we enter 2024? Well, I think the interest for SPAC has, I mean, it, it was all-time high back in 2021. I think since then it has dwindled mm-hmm. uh, a fair bit. Uh, it really depends. I, I think it, there is a role uh, in, in financial markets, especially when it comes to capital raising. You want more uh, diversity, different ways of raising capital and, and having it to for different uh, investor base. Mm-hmm. Uh, but clearly, I think in order for it to be revived and, and with strong interest, again, you really need a very strong uh, buoyant market. And, and let's see whether 2024 will provide a condition for it. Mm. Don't mind me popping this impromptu question. Are we seeing the same sluggish kind of momentum uh, when it comes to spec and the US? US as well, or is this unique to Singapore? Uh, well, I think this is a global phenomena um, that's happening. Uh, the peak was in 2021, but since then, of course, um, it has actually dwindled a fair bit. So I think it's, it's not just in Singapore, but I think it's also in the US. Right. Um, in the meantime, let's take a look at what's happening around the world, right, uh, James?
Times Morningstar Research said investors in thematic funds have lost more than two-thirds of their total returns, and that's due to poor time buying and selling behaviour. Now, for one thing, the average total returns of uh, thematic funds stood at 7.3% annualised over the five-year period through June. Investors only earn 2.4% return after taking into account the impact of cash inflows and outflows. Now, lots of things going on here. Could you break that down for us? Yeah, well, it's a classic case of uh, market timing by investors. Mm. And clearly, thematic funds are usually long-term in nature, multi-year. So, the way to approach thematic fund is always you have to kind of look at uh, a theme that you like whether it's technology mm. whether it's uh, future mobility etc and then be invested over the long haul uh, so as you can see from the research if someone were to be invested for five years usually it outperforms someone who would buy and sell uh, during the period and clearly I think usually when people buy they t- tend to buy at a high when, when they read a lot they get overly excited but it also means that valuations are very high mm. and usually when they sell they sell when, when things are are extremely uh, pessimistic but ne- usually what's important is not so much to try to time the market but I think mm. time in, in the, the market, market is more important yes right and talk about time in the market uh, apart from time in the market as well I just want to find out from you James any preference when it comes to the themes that you're looking at because AI technology that has been the theme for this year is that on your cards as well yeah well I think AI as a team is, is going to be quite uh, an, an enduring team, not just for this year, but for, mm. for the many years ahead. Um, I mean, we have seen this year playing out largely in the big tech companies, but mm. also largely in the semiconductor companies that, that build these AI chips. But I think going forward, you will see a broadening out of how AI would actually benefit uh, tech companies, but also non-tech companies that use AI models to improve their operations. So I think it's going to be something that's going to be uh, quite an important force that could create uh, productivity and also make things more efficient uh, in the years ahead. Hmm. If you're just tuning in, we're now in conversation with James Chu. Chief Investment Officer, Southeast Asia and India at HSBC Global Private Banking and Wealth. Well, James, in the meantime, we talked about AI. Open AI investors, some of them, reportedly exploring legal recourse against the company's board after ousting former CEO Sam Altman and amid a potential exodus of employees. How would you read into this? Well, it's hard. I mean, I, I, it's hard to kind of uh, uh, have privy to any of, yep. uh, of those discussions. But I, I think a lot has to do with the pace of how AI is being adopted. And I think mm. that's that's quite uh, kind of something that's very important because, of course, there will be differing views. Some want it to be faster, some want it to be slower, mm. to put in some guardrails. Uh, but I, I think what's very important is that uh, we should still see the the trend of AI overall being uh, continue on despite what's happening there. So so AI is a bigger trend. Uh, there are other uh, sort of um, companies and other mm-hmm. pro- uh, kind of uh, providers that would push forward, push this forward. So I, I think there's something that is developing, but clearly the broader trend of AI, I think, would still continue on. Mm, as we talk about the twist turns Amid all this chaos, will other players double down on their efforts on AI to capture market share? Do you foresee a little bit shift in the competitive landscape right now amid what's going on? Well, I think every uh, company is thinking about how they could use uh, AI to improve their operations. So, of course, the tech companies are at the forefront and, and clearly everyone wants to own or have a, a certain competitive advantage when it comes to uh, large language models uh, out there and they want the best. So that's going to be where it's going to be quite intense when it comes to competition.
innovation, but also I think it's the application of it, which I think will play out uh, by non-tech companies uh, in the years ahead. And I think that's going to be quite interesting to see how uh, various companies use AI to improve and and, uh, kind of make things uh, more productive for their employees and also for customers in terms of uh, increasing that entire uh, sort of uh, customer uh, engagement. Right. And before we let you go, James, let's go back to that conversation that we have had many times, and that's on interest rates. Uh, Richmond Fed President uh, Thomas Barkin, he said, uh, U.S. economic data points to an economy that's expanding while price growth is slowing, but progress not sufficient for the Fed to declare victory on inflation. Doesn't seem anything new from here, but uh, what will you look up for in the upcoming minutes uh, due, I believe, tomorrow morning? Uh, where do you think the Fed will go in December? Well, I, I think for the minutes, you will want to see where the FOMC members think about the economy. And I think they had a few uh, key uh, data reading, uh, mm. a softer labour market. Um, and of course, uh, unemployment still uh, fairly uh, benign. Uh, all pointing to soft landing. So I think that's something to watch out for. But I think clearly what's going to be extremely important, of course, is that mm. the inflation data that came out last week mm. uh, that might not be captured in, in the minutes. So that will have to be, uh, the, the minutes will have to be interpreted in the context that inflation is actually falling. And of course, if you look at it from a month-on-month basis, uh, that mm. this inflationary trend is quite strong. So I think from that perspective, um, it looks like December is going to be a hole, but of course, the mm. Fed members want to keep it live. Thanks a lot, James. That was James Chiu, Chief Investment Officer, Southeast Asia and India at HSBC, Global Private Banking and Wealth. Always a pleasure to have you on board. Thank you very much. Before acting on the information on Money FM. Please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.